Hello everyone and welcome to Sunday. I hope uh, that you have a really good day and are able to worship with us uh, via uh, YouTube today for our daily service. But our voice message uh, today, um, continuing with um, our uh, Fresh from the Word readings, um, is led by or written by, our notes are written by, uh, Claire Nonhebel. I hope I've said her name correctly. But Claire is a published author of 13 fiction and non-fiction books, including an e-book co-written with a death row prisoner. She is currently working on Flourish, a book about grace and mental health, based on the gardening project she volunteers at in Dorset, UK. To find out more about uh, Claire, uh, she has got a website, uh, apparently, if anybody wants to uh, find that out, then get in touch with me, I can let you have the details. Um, and so we're looking at Romans 9 to 16 uh, still, and we're on chapter 14 today. Uh, the theme for this week is Welcome one another and the title that Claire has chosen for today's reading is don't trip one another up so we're reading from Romans chapter 14 verses 13 to 23 just find the page there we go therefore let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. I am convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person it is unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not, by your eating, destroy someone for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if they eat, because their eating is not from faith. And everything that does not come from faith is sin. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, let me just read an explanatory passage 
because it, it just seems very confusing for Paul to be talking about food and what you can eat and what you can't eat. Um, and this might explain where this is coming from. At the Jerusalem Council, and you'll read about that in Acts chapter 15, the Jewish church in Jerusalem asked the Gentile church in Antioch not to eat meat that had been sacrificed to idols. Paul was at the Jerusalem Council and he accepted this request, not because he felt that eating such meat was wrong in itself, but because this practice would deeply offend many Jewish believers. Paul did not think the issue was worth dividing the church over. His desire was to promote unity. So he concludes, if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person it is unclean. Paul's practice was to honour, as much as possible, the convictions of others. Believers are called to accept one another without judging our varied opinions. But when the situation has to be faced, how should we deal with those who disagree with us? Paul's response is that whatever the next steps, believers on all sides should act in love so as to maintain peace in the church. Think of the last time you disagreed strongly with another believer on a matter of Christian conviction. Was your response loving or judgmental? Should you have handled it differently? Well, that's worth thinking about. But let's now turn to what Claire has to say. Claire Nonhabel um, on Don't Trip One Another Up. This passage shows a shrewd understanding of the obstacle that Christians can be to each other in the practice of their faith, particularly by rating some as more Christian than others. Paul calls us to respect the different ways that individual believers follow their conscience and not to belittle one another's fears. Perfect love casts out fear. If some believers are beset by insecurities, their fellow believers need to love them more perfectly. I knew a young woman who cleaned her small home every day, all day. Exhausted, she wept, I can't live in this filthy place. A kind counsellor explained that the place was clean, but her view of herself was tainted ever since being raped by someone she trusted. But as well as providing counselling, the counsellor also helped her to move to a new, clean home for a visible, fresh start. Passing judgement is equally damaging when it labels a person unclean, an inferior or second-rate Christian, or when it ranks them as clean, that is beyond reproach and fails to deal with the stumbling block they may be to others. By insensitive behaviour or an overbearing attitude, both verdicts are unhelpfully judgmental. So let's try not to trip one another up in our Christian walk. Let us pray. Father of the whole Christian family, Help us to be respectful of one another's priorities and gentle with one another's fears.
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And in our um, prayer calendar today, the 6th, we pray for the pupils, staff and governors of Chul Lane School. But as we pray for each school each day, please let's continue to pray for the schools that we are uh, connected with. Uh, but today the focus is on Chua Lane, so we pray for all the staff. Uh, in our service today, we'll, uh, later on today, um, we will pray for those going back to school, uh, staff and children alike. But Lord, we just pray that as people return back to school, particularly we pray for Chua Lane, and uh, particularly them being the younger children who are very close to one another, uh, we pray that you would protect them all and keep them safe as they return to school. Pray for all the staff that they may be alert and aware and that they will not have uh, a sense of a burden of responsibility, but that things will be in place in such a way that they will feel released from feeling anxious. Pray that for all schools for all those that we know who work in schools, for all our children and students going to university. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for those who live and work on Church Bank, Church View, Claremont Street, Claremont Villas, Clay Street, Clement Street, Cleveland's Avenue, and Cleveland's garden. May your presence be felt in those places, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So now... As we continue with this day, I do pray that you have the time to worship the Lord and to really get something out of that and also a time for rest and uh, just uh, a chance to have some me time today, hopefully. So as we go, may the Lord give you grace, compassion and mercy to love one another day by day to join our voices together in praise to God and to find strength and unity as a church community. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us always. Amen. So, new week tomorrow. See you Monday the 7th. Uh, until then... Have a blessed day. Bye for now.